0: We are back once again with That VHS Podcast and I have live on the show in the house the one, the only, Mr. Kevin Smith. How you doing, dude?
1: Yo, all good, all good. How you doing, man?
0: (laughs) Yeah, good, good. It's the end of the week, so I'm, I'm, yeah, the energy levels are still relatively high (laughs) considering it's a Friday. So uh, just bear with me one second, guys, on the stream because I'm having a little bit of uh, technical... Difficulty, so bear with me. I want to just do something really quick? Uh, hold on a second.
1: Um, I'm looking okay. at that. Maybe I'll do some technical stuff too, if it's all right. There we go. Right. Okay. We are.
0: We are back in the room now. That's better. Right. Okay. Let me just bring up my bits and bobs. Okay. So you uh, are you comfortable, dude? Are you there still? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't tinker with it. Don't tinker with it. We'll, we'll break stuff. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, how the format usually goes. I mean, you've, you've probably seen some of the uh, previous streams. So I'm going to fire a few few questions at you. Um, and then uh, we'll open the, the floor up to um, to questions from the audience. So don't forget, anyone that's, that's joining the stream at the moment, if you leave your questions. Um, on the comments section we can bring those up and we can uh we can answer some of your uh your comments for you are you still there kevin you look like you're frozen
1: uh, i think i'm still here yeah, oh I no I it did i make it freeze either you oh, you're back you're back again you're back again. yeah Wait, reanimate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay this I'm is this again. is live anything anything could happen <laughs> Jesus um okay so um for those kind of uninitiated um Kevin is a a content uh, producer, just like myself, a video guy. Um, How did you kind of first uh, get started on the platform,
1: dude? Well, I joined LinkedIn originally with my um, my previous, with my other career, which is in production events. And it was probably about maybe five years ago, five or six years ago. And it was just the thing to do, you know, to have a LinkedIn profile. You thought if you joined LinkedIn, that equaled, you know, getting work or, you know, kind of being seen. So my platform, it, uh, my my profile just kind of lay dormant for uh, for years, until um, I started getting my uh, my photography business uh, up and going, maybe three years ago uh, when I started networking, yeah. and um, and yeah, that's when I actually started to look into it as a tool, um, as something that could help to both build relationships and kind of get my uh, get my brand out, you know, kind of get out what what I'm what I'm about and. Uh, So, yeah, it's kind of in stages, but kind of like a lot of people started five years ago and then three years ago when I had my own business to promote, then I actually started making use of it. Yeah,
0: I think that I think that resonates with a lot of people. It's it's like this kind of tick box exercise of like, I have to join LinkedIn, um, but but yeah, and it kind of sits dormant and, and dusty on a shelf. But I think it's um, I think the perception of it's changing as a as a social media platform, um, and a lot more people are, are seeing it as a you know a useful tool, and, and they're putting out some really good content. And yeah, it's um, it's uh, it, it's it's maturing, I think, as a as a platform, and it's and it's being seen less as although it's it's still a kind of B two B platform, it's um it's kind of unique in that it is a B two B. Uh, social media platform but there's still that social media uh, a large social media um, element to it um for those that don't know how did you how did you kind of first get cut, um, started in um, in kind of video and photography
1: uh well it started out with like i said um my uh, my previous career or parallel career in events uh, i do a lot of film and tv work and as i was doing more jobs um on film sets it was kind of recommended to me that i take a course at London Film Academy and the foundations of filmmaking. And that was just to help me to understand, you know, the uh, the inner workings, I guess, of just uh, filmmaking and how to, you know, know my way around set and kind of know who to stay out of the way of and, you know, who to immediately do something when they when they barked. But um, after taking (laughs) that course um, at London Film Academy, I uh, we did a short film as kind of like the culmination of the uh, of the course and i just fell in love with short filmmaking I, i'd always been fairly creative um you know or i liked to do creative things when i was younger and it was my first yeah. time since uh, since being a kid that i did something kind of creative and expressive so um so i got a 5d mark ii uh with the uh, canon with the with the idea of making short films with my friends and my leisure time uh snapped off a, a picture of like a flower and i was like oh my god this is like the most beautiful thing i've ever seen <laughs> And I kind of fell, yeah, kind of fell in love with photography. Um, and so I started doing photos on set for the set designers, creative directors, uh, lighting directors. Um, that grew to me doing, you know, kind of portraits and property photography. And that's when I started my uh, my previous business, Smith Studios, uh, just as a photography business. And this was before video was all the rage. And um, kind of as I started networking and a lot of it came through my uh, presence on LinkedIn, maybe three, two and a half years ago, you know, kind of video started being something that was talked about as uh, being the next big thing or the, ne- the way to make your mark uh, on LinkedIn. And so I started, you know, I, I didn't really believe in video. I believed in the immediacy, the impact of photography, a good photo along with good copy that to me was, you know, the, that that's what you needed for good content. But uh, I thought I would give video a try and kind of, um, yeah, did a did a video on on LinkedIn and went to a networking event. And everyone was like, oh, man, I saw you in that video. High five, you know, people coming up to me, you know, with big smiles on their face, you know, completely creeped out, you know, one <laughs> forgetting that, you know, loads of people had seen this video and, and just like that, I was sold, you know, I I instantly understood how powerful video was for LinkedIn, and um, so yeah, I guess that's been the progression.
0: Yeah, I I, um, I feel like a broken record by being preaching this to people for over twenty years now. <laughs> video is yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty important, and uh, and it's yeah, it's definitely a huge part of a good um, good content strategy. Um, so kind of uh, kind of exploring linkedin in a bit more detail i mean i know you've you're you're um definitely a lot more active and i'm seeing a lot more of your um your content recently which is which which is why i connected with you you kept kind of showing up on my feed and i was like who's this dude for some reason because <laughs> because your accent um i thought you were based in the u.s and you, you did a post um i think it was the one where you were sat in a in, in the street um and there was a backdrop and i was like i'm sure that's brighton yeah. you're like yeah yeah dude <laughs> i'm just down the road so i was like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> Um, so how do you kind of think with, um, kind of the whole kind of COVID situation, uh, at the moment, um, and obviously people there's, there's that, um, kind of barrier where, you know, we, we can't go out and meet people and we can't, we can't do stuff in person as much as we used to. Um, how do you think that's kind of changing the kind of face of, uh, of LinkedIn, um, kind of over the, probably the next kind of six months? And how do you think that's going to affect kind of, uh, content and people's marketing strategies over the next six months?
1: Um, well, one thing that I've noticed is that some people who, uh, people who were using LinkedIn before, you know, as maybe just due diligence almost, they were doing uh, just posts just because it was their job to stand, you know, kind of uh, show up. I've seen a lot of those same people make it their primary focus and in turn the engagement and their businesses seem to be really flourishing uh because they a lot of it's because they've laid the foundation they already you know had a fair understanding but maybe their interests were diverging a little bit and they weren't putting the focus and attention into LinkedIn but I've seen some people go from you know averaging you know maybe 30 um you know kind of uh, likes or comments on a post to 150 200 and within the six months and it's because they have basically refocused, and you can see that they're doing workshops, and they're taking advantage of, I guess, the 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 opportunity that's come through, you know, the the, the through need, and yeah, they're yeah, just really really flourishing. And so, I would say that there are the people who I don't want to say get it, you know, but I mean, at the end of the day, that's kind of, that's like what it is. There there are people. Who essentially uh get it and there are people who are trying to figure it out and maybe haven't found their their tone or they haven't found how to just just relax and uh, kind of be themselves and deliver what the audience wants to see as opposed to what they want to deliver to the audience and yeah. so for those people who who really understand how to uh you know who, who know their audience who know their community who take the time to connect and build relationships and find out what the people need and in, in relation to what they have to offer. Those people are, um, yeah, they're really, really thriving right now. And uh, so in going forward the next six months, oh, man, I tell you what Alex says. It's uh, Alex Sheridan, uh, ABS. He yeah. made a post just a couple of days ago talking about um yeah we're kind of looking into the future and by the way you know then he's he's an amazing content creator you know he's on he's next level but um yeah his post you know kind of looking into the future and saying how um companies needed to invest in their employees um authentic voice essentially uh that they need to you know kind of break this mentality of represent the company tell the company line you know be a bit of a robot um let that go and that once you know teams and once you know larger companies as a whole start to adopt this notion that um that it's personality and that it's you know the you know what you uniquely have to have to offer as an individual once they adopt that then that's when people will really start to see uh you know the, a great return on the potential you know that linkedin has to offer
0: yeah yeah i think you're right i think it's um <clears throat> there's a big there's a big kind of barrier to entry as well it's like it's it's i mean we understand because we create content um anyway but for someone that's never done that there's a huge barrier to entry in terms of you know what what kind of content am i going to be producing first of all is it going to be you know written word is it going to be um uh, image posts is it going to be video content how am i going to learn all this stuff um will will it resonate with my audience uh there's there's i think i think a lot of people overthink it too much and and i would say just um and you you probably may agree with me here just start and you'll figure it out as you go along um that there's uh, there's 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 so much overthinking when it comes to a um you know a kind of defined strategy and, and you won't you won't know what that is until you start producing content and you start getting feedback from your audience and learning okay. from them and producing the kind of content that, that they want to see. Um so yeah, my, my best advice and I think you probably agree with me here, is, is just get started, just start
1: making stuff. Um and I think uh, that, yeah. that, that that is key, but even you know, as a precursor to that It's all about building relationships. And -hmm. if you build relationships, if you have communication, if you have uh, conversations with people, then that that's what people want to talk about are the things that they talk to you about. And I did an interview that that piece of content I've not released yet, uh, but it was with uh, Toby Moore of Content Club. And yeah, we had a brilliant sit down and he's a a phenomenal human. You know, you really got to uh, link up with with Toby. He's, uh, He's 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 dope. But um, Toby was really saying that when it comes to content, just look at your, you know, your most recent conversation that you enjoyed. And Sin Linden, uh, Sin, she also was saying this in a recent post but um, how to make dialogue for content. But yeah, just think of a recent conversation that you had. Think about what you enjoyed, what you learned, what you wanted to know. And that is you know, kind of the, the, the template. That's the foundation for a piece of content. And then you can take that one piece of content and you can talk about you know, the transfers and you can you know maybe talk about you know, either counterpoints Um, play devil's advocate. And so that makes it, you know, four pieces of content and then it can really you know, kind of diverge from there. But it starts with conversations. It starts with relationships. And so if you invest in other people, then they will share with you. And that is that really should be the cornerstone of your content of what you create, whether it's photos or videos, but starts with relationships. It's the only way you'll get feedback. That's the only way people will engage with you or your content is if you first of all lose this notion of your objective and i want engagement i want more business let that go just build relationships with people and then your content will come through the conversations that you have
0: yeah it's the it's the social part of social media that 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 people don't get is yeah (laughs) um do you i mean with your content do you we, we kind of um alluded to it a little bit there, but do you have an overarching kind of content strategy or do you just concentrate purely
1: on <laughs> kind <of> value-driven stuff? <laughs> hmm, I really... <laughs> uh, be honest. I saw a post by, uh, by Jack, uh, Jack Gadsford recently talking about yeah. the creative part of business. And uh, I, I don't know, almost refused or, you know, kind of relinquish the creative element of running my business. And so I don't map out content. I don't schedule it with Hootsuite or anything. I create as I am compelled by my experiences, almost in the moment. Um, so I've got a new new assistant, uh, Melissa, and yeah. you know, the other day we made a video, basically kind of you know content 101, you know, because she doesn't uh, she doesn't really have a background in in marketing or corporate media. And so I thought, okay, we need to, you know, kind of get Melissa, you know, with the basics. And I thought, yeah. okay, well, that's a good piece of content, Melissa. And so since it's, you know, a bit of a, you know, I'm definitely teaching her, you know, some of the the foundation. Then why don't we do it in a classroom format? And it's like, just like I just sat down and wrote a script really quickly, and yeah. then we filmed it within, you know, like maybe maybe an hour. And that's that's how I create. So I do my best to put out. Um, I like to say two videos a week, which are either talking head or funny or behind the scenes. And so in yeah. that way, I do have a strategy. And my strategy is really to reinforce the creativity, of the ri- originality um, and the, the t- kind of the technical acumen. Um, and so my strategy is really it's not has nothing to do with gaining followers or generating um engagement as such it's representing my values representing the things that are important to me um and you know kind of expressing myself uh, creatively and so that's really the 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 strategy that i have is it's a a damn good It's a damn good strategy,
0: dude. I I, I think you uh, you put a comment on one of my posts yesterday, and and I I um responded with the, you get you get back what you put out into the world. So yes. yeah, it's not, not, there's nothing truer than that. I think. Um, why um why do you uh, think that people don't don't quite yet understand the the value of producing and controlling the content that they put out on uh, on LinkedIn? Do you think?
1: Oh, because we are blinded by our preconceptions, or we're we're blinded essentially by what we know, which is you know our ignorance. And I'd been hearing, like I said, you know, like two two years ago, that you know, video is all the rage. You know, you need to put some focus into the video. And I thought, no, 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 I'm a photographer. People love my images. Every time I see them, they say, "Oh, wow!" And and so it was really difficult for me to let go of you know there's this certainty that, that I had that I already knew what worked. And just yeah. like I was saying with this COVID situation, and now that people are having to focus because they can't go and do face-to-face uh, networking or they can't do workshops in the same way. And so it's really made them focus in. And a lot of people are having a great deal more success simply because they're focused and they're using something that's efficient and that works and that is creating content and especially creating video content with their audience in mind. And so I think that is the one reason why people haven't really adopted, um, you know, content, especially on LinkedIn, is because they are still holding on to this outbound marketing ideology that you just flood the market with ads. Um, You know, you kind of do this lead generation funnel, but they're not offering value or they're not giving their audience what their audience wants to consume because the audience is in control now because there are so many different options and until people let go of this preconception that they understand how marketing works or that they understand how to grow their business and these antiquated models until they are able to let go of that you know be vulnerable listen to people like jack uh jack gaysford you know he's he's millennial and he's doing it uh, he's you know he's approaching his his content or he's approaching growing his business in in the, in the way of his generation um gen x you know and so it's like it's not really my <laughs> approach but you cannot argue with the results and he's absolutely nice. smashing it because you know he is you know he's a, he, he's he he is the generation that understands you know how to, how to, how to leverage content yeah. and that's in control of, 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 yeah. of, how they, you know, ingest content. So. Yeah. He, he gets it because he is of that generation
0: that consumes and, and has grown up with social media in the first instance. So yeah, there's a, a lot of, uh, a lot of older generations just don't, they literally can't compute how it works, which is a, uh, is a shame, I think. Um, don't forget guys, um, to leave any, uh, any questions you've got down in the comments so that we can pick them up. Um, in the next uh, in the next few minutes, uh, I see Alistair's popped a few down there, so we'll get to those. Um, so, uh, who are some of your favourite uh,
1: content creators on the on Ooh, right. Let me see here. Some of my he's got favorite. a list. He's got a list. Um, got a list. <laughs> Nick Raven, that video nerd. i not never heard stuff. of him. Love him. Love, them, love them <laughs> since day one. Uh, <laughs> uh, another favourite is Teresa Erickson. Uh, Erickson, I think it's uh, how you say it. Um, yep. But, yeah, her, her content, her, uh, her graphics, um, yeah, she's genuine. She's cool, man. Yeah, she's super dope. Uh, aside from Teresa, uh, Teresa is Olivia um, and Mark. Um, really love uh, what those guys do. Uh, Red Sprout yep. um, doesn't really get any better, um, in my opinion. Um, yep. I love Alex Sheridan, uh, ABS. Uh, to me, he's the best content creator on LinkedIn at the moment, uh, hands down um richard moore nobody adds more value to the community than richard moore dude is super dope <laughs> it's inter- interesting you say that because i got a call with richard after this show so. <laughs> wicked, man he is he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's cool. my guy you know met him in person too and uh, yeah he's genuine he's a machine <laughs> but anyways um so another is uh sin linden um i really love sin's content uh she especially shows the value of copy of copywriting of storytelling. And it's something that um, I've learned a lot from her. And uh, yeah, she's just, a, yeah, she's a sincere and is knowledgeable as knowledgeable as they come. And uh, and then Steve Bartlett, um, big, huge fan of Steve Bartlett. Don't see as much stuff from him these days, but yep. um, yeah, I guess his stratospheric successes put his priorities elsewhere. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude's awesome as well. So those, that, that, that's my list. That's those are my people. That's who I'm sticking with. That was that was a pretty comprehensive listing. Oh uh, like... I got more. Uh, six Minute Jonathan Palmer stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Posner, Adam Posner. I like the uh, like Posner. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Who was that guy? Chris Williams, yeah. the guy who curses a lot. <laughs> is that? <laughs> yeah, we,
0: yeah. We had we had Chris on the show uh, a, few, a few weeks back, and I was getting, I was getting, I think I said to you before, I was getting slightly concerned that my LinkedIn live would get pulled with the sheer, uh, yeah, that the air was blue. <laughs> off cam. That's, that's be... Chris's style. <laughs>
1: But, yeah, yeah, there's loads, man. There's a lot of really good um, – Alex Miner is another. Uh, so, anyways, I could just name him on and on and on. I love content. I love yeah, content yeah. creators, but. <laughs> um, what
0: what, uh, what do you think kind of – what do you love the most um, about the platform,
1: about LinkedIn? It's no nonsense. <laughs> I love that it's no nonsense, that it's a good place. It's a great resource. Uh, I have learned so much, not yeah. just about content creation, but about communication, about relationship building, I guess my favorite part about it is the relationships that I've built with people yeah. um, who I resonate with their values, uh, people that I admire, um, you know, people like like Richard, uh, who give uh, you know, you know, great value uh, just to, to, to the community. And, you know, don't really ask for anything in return, you know, it's not it's not like every five days, you know, like, you know, check out my ebook, or, you know, like, John, enjoy yeah. my class. You know, he's just he just shows up, you know, it gives, you know, information, keeps it real. Um, he has time for you. So, um yeah, this the relationships are probably my best Some relationships and the no nonsense, you know, not, no, not too many memes or. um in you know, a kind of immature you know kind of interactions. So.
0: Oh, no, I'm no i it's the immature stuff that I love. That's why I come ah. to, to LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> no I avoid it, Facebook it is... <laughs> and I can't
1: handle it anymore, you know? Like I open it up like this makes me sad. I'm going back to LinkedIn. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's uh I I definitely think there's um there is an approach though to the the platform because because it is b2b people are on their best behavior they are representing their business and and when they let go of that a little bit and, and they do you know they do poke fun at themselves and they are um, they are a bit self-deprecating it 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 shines a bit more i think their content um there are there are a lot of people on the platform that are very uh, just too too serious and too dry and it's, the, yeah. it's it's is the stuff um, where you are more human uh, and it's more entertaining and, it, and it's funny that's the stuff that stands out because the rest of the content is is so dry um so yeah um what, what are some of the best if you can i, I always find it difficult with this question because um i, I guess because our, our feed gets flooded with so much content and, and it's even really good content doesn't always uh, stick in your brain f- from the platform because you're bombarded with so sure, much yeah. of it but um but uh, i mean can you think of any any you know particular pieces of content that kind of stick in your mind that, that you thought were really good? Or um,
1: or yeah. Well, I guess one of the first one comes to mind, uh, is, uh, uh, the guys from Knowlton, uh, Knowlton media, is it, um, Dan yeah, and yeah. Roy, they, yeah. uh, their first video when they introduced, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but, um, yeah. yeah, he reappeared in a few, but, um, yeah, they kind of do some spoofs with different, you know, kind of personal, office personality types. And the first yeah. one that I saw was uh, with Shaggin in it, you know, maybe maybe probably like four or five months ago. Um, maybe it's like a seven minute video and yeah. um, it's, it just keeps you there. You know, that you see it the whole time. So, you yeah, those guys do a, uh, a great <laughs> job. I really love their content. Um, I yeah. say um, Alex Sheridan, uh, the first one of the first pieces of content I saw of him was he did a, a rap where he was both the CEO and he was the employee. Uh, doing a rap yep. battle. It is like uh, eight mile style. And okay. uh, not only are the raps dope, you know, but the chorus, uh, the hook is awesome. And it's just like the <laughs> most creative, original, um, impactful kind of piece of content that I uh, that I've ever really kind of seen on on LinkedIn. So you know, kind of like nothing like it. But um, that one was really dope. And uh, there's just so many from uh, for Mark and uh, Mark and Olivia, uh, you know, like Red Sprouts, they have just been smashing it and they do it like as whenever they want it's almost like whenever they feel like dropping something that um yeah that makes everyone puts everyone else to shame or just kind of keeps us all laughing and entertained (laughs) um yeah they they uh yeah there's they they're they're incomparable so um so I'd say the stuff from those three people really stick out yeah
0: yeah mark and mark and olivia mark is a is a he's a machine man I, yeah. I remember when i first um first started uh um kind of producing content and, and mark's one of the people that i kind of looked up to and and um and kind of you know he helped me kind of kind of get going really i sort of uh idolized him but but i was just mm-hmm. i was like wow dude you are
1: you are knocking out serious amounts of content like how are you doing this the thing was, is i uh, first met mark at a networking event for uh Kent Digital um and uh Kent Digital Live I think it was and yeah. we were at a networking group in Canterbury and I've been that gone a few times and so I kind of knew the people there knew a lot of the people from Sleeping Giants so I felt really comfortable it was a big part of why I moved to Canterbury um you know two and a half years ago was because yeah. of that Kent Digital meet, Kent Digital meetup as the group but um yeah a lot of a lot of really really sound people there but anyway so yeah Mark came to maybe like the third or the fourth meeting that we had and uh, he was sitting behind me and um, he's just kind of, I was like, you know, who's this dude, you know, like, 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 <laughs> and he was congenial, um, but he wasn't, um, yeah, he wasn't a known, he wasn't somebody that I'd met before that I knew. And, yeah. um, and so I'm like, you know, we're the crew, you know, who's this, who's this dude, you know, <laughs> and uh, then kind of started seeing his content and just saw the way that he grew and was like, dude, this is genius, you know, he is, he's, he's, he's utterly brilliant you know he really is yeah. uh one of the most um yeah just uh yeah his he just yeah, just just really intelligent and capable creative uh great nature and yeah but no nonsense you know and so um you yeah, got a lot of time for mark yeah yeah he's, he's a cool guy
0: yeah. Um, yeah we're gonna open the uh the floor up to some questions now so <clears throat> if you've got any any questions um Pop them, uh, pop them in the comments below. Let's see if we can bring up this one. I think Alistair said, uh, uh, (laughs) I think this is a reference from earlier is that we are trying to say Nick is is a a grown up social media. Um, I think, I think that's true. I think LinkedIn is because it's B2B um, it's a a bit more serious um, but it is still social media. So the the important part is the the human to human uh, interaction uh, point. uh, let's have a look. So, Alistair's put as well. Uh, for sure, marketing has massively changed in the, in the last few years. I think that's probably referencing um, what you were saying earlier, Kevin. That um, you know a lot of people are still doing kind of outbound stuff and still still don't get um, social media. I mean, from your perspective, why is it you think people still don't understand how valuable and and, and important it's all social media is?
1: They've invested in a system. And it is very the older you get, you know, if if they're already used to you know outdated models, then it can be difficult to both um, kind of take on new new systems, new approaches, and also to kind of look and and say that okay, well, maybe I need to reassess what I know or you know how kind of um, you know how useful my knowledge set is in today's market or you kind of uh, or structure. And so, yeah, a lot of it comes down to ego. You know, people are just not willing to sit down with someone, like I said, like Jack and and say, you know, okay, young man, you know, teach me how to be fluent in uh, this, you know, this new language of uh, of social media marketing. And so, yeah, we're just just way so invested in in old systems and want to continue telling ourselves that they're extremely valuable because they were valuable then. And Yeah. um, yeah, we can't reassess, readjust and grow
0: yeah yeah what was what was useful then isn't necessarily what's useful now <laughs> yeah um david's put a question up uh would you mind sharing a few details on your live streaming setup uh curious to know what you're using streams look awesome love tuning in these past weeks. keep them coming yes we will um my live streaming setup is uh i've got two cameras um here so i've got a Blackmagic pocket 4k and a Blackmagic ursa mini pro um, and a ten Mini Pro switcher, so I can switch angles like this. Ta da! <laughs> um, I've got a light light behind me, and then there's a light just over my shoulder there, uh, which is giving me a little pink pink wash on the back here, which is my brand colours. Very subtle, but yes. <laughs> um, and that's it, really. And then this Rode uh, USB uh, mic for for audio. Um, and then I use uh, a piece of software called um, Streamyard um, for doing the um, the streaming side of stuff. So, okay, let's get on to my my favourite part of the uh, of the podcast. This is this is this is the best bit, I think. <laughs> um, so this is the uh, quick fire movie quiz round. So here we go. What's your favourite movie? Edward Scissorhands. Oh yeah, nice. Like it, like it. <laughs>
1: favorite favorite movie quote uh Tyler Durden Fight Club Yes I just yeah just yeah. like you know, every time um, it was, I think I don't see it anymore, but maybe up until maybe 2008, 2010, you would still get the yep. little uh, circle in the corner of the screen where they cut the, the cigarette burns. Yeah. Yeah, And, um, and so yeah, for the longest after seeing that movie for years afterward, I think Tyler Durden, every time I saw the little <laughs> circle pop up in the corner of the screen. So um,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit very, uh, very anarchic. He's, um, uh, is it Chuck? Chuck Palahniuk, I think, uh, wrote wrote the book. But I'm a big fan of all, all his work. His books are amazing, and the the book's really good as well. You I'm are a video really nerd. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: uh,
0: Star Trek or Star Wars?
1: Star Wars. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> uh,
0: the majority of people that've been on the show so far have said Star Wars, Star not Trek. Is Star Trek so. Better
1: but Star Wars just had a profound impact on me you know, as a kid. It's you know, the, more,
0: more culturally relevant.
1: I, think, I wanted a so. lightsaber, you know, and so I can't think of anything in Star Trek I wanted, except for one of those bugs to put in someone's ear if they were non-compliant. Oh. <laughs> Nobody wants that.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, oh, Richard's just, just joined the chat. Yep, I'll be um, I'll be with you very shortly, Richard. <laughs> um, what's your, your favourite genre?
1: Ooh, Horror
0: all right yeah yeah, good man. yeah scary same movie. i'm I'm the, I'm the
1: same i'm the same same um favorite actor or actress oh this one was tough oh yeah i had to say woody harrelson yeah i really like woody <laughs> yeah yeah i'm very american that. i guess but Woody's cool. yeah yeah he is a, he's a cool cat
0: um uh, best gary oldman film that one was the fifth element Dude, I, I think I saw that about, when it came out, I saw that about 14 times at the cinema. Sir, <laughs>
1: yes, sir, dude, that's dope. <laughs> I love that. Film.
0: And I fell in love with Jovovich in that film. I was just you like, I, yeah, uh, yeah, just a, 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 amazing, absolutely amazing performance from her. Um, but That was, um, who directed that? was Luke Besson, wasn't it, I think, directed that. Yeah, I'd, I'd never seen Oh, was that uh, not? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd never seen up until that point uh, a sci-fi movie that was kind of future set that wasn't kind of dystopian it was all kind of bright and loud yeah. and it was just it was amazing just an amazing film to watch um who is your favorite director uh, the coen brothers coen brothers yeah nice favorite coen brothers movie
1: Ooh, that would have to be no country for old men
0: Yes, No Country for Old good uh, for me. It's Big Lebowski. I love that. Is that is my kind of spirit
1: animal movie. I love that film. <laughs> you know, see, I was yeah, a big so... kid when it came out. You know, I was, yeah, didn't get into it, but
0: yeah, it's it's, it's a funny it's a funny movie, and I love Jeff Bridges as well. Um, most hated film of all time:
1: uh, The Birth of a
0: Nation. Birth of a Nation, yep. yeah. Yeah, have you heard of it I'll or seen along. it? Like, yeah, I'll go along with that one as well. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, that one's
1: um, pretty reprehensible. But, <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs>
0: two thumbs down.
1: <laughs>
0: you, you heard it from Kevin. Two thumbs down. Right that is the uh, that is the end of uh, this week's podcast and we'll be uh, back again next week you did you did okay dude you you survived yeah, the, like, the gauntlet yeah, I, I can
1: ramble on man <laughs> yeah, i just talked 30 minutes like, i love a good drive. <laughs> you did good dude you did good Sweet, um, thanks so, for having me on nick i really appreciate it
0: no worries and you can you can check out all kevin's uh follow kevin on uh, on linkedin again check out his content it's it's really good it's amazing stuff so Right, we'll uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Give us a, a little wave at the camera. Hey,
1: Have a good one. Like Have that. a good weekend,
0: and we shall see you again this time next Friday. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye.